Hello and welcome to another episode of Smoking Underground. I am Devin. I'm joined by Gary and John. Hi, guys. Peace. 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 Peace, Peace from Peace Gary. Peace and chicken grease. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. That's my favorite. What's better than smoking a cigar with Lou Alizondo while talking tic-tac? Smoking Underground. Episode Cigar Taboo. Got a light. We've touched on stuff like this before, but I, I think we really wanted to get more into the psychology behind it, the appeal, the reason things are the way they are. Like you hear the word taboo and you're like, oh, that's taboo. Like, you know, you know, 60 years ago talking about sex was taboo or something like that. You know what I mean? Like let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> let's talk about first thing John says. Me. And that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Of course it doesn't help if you know, that uh, Devin's a virgin. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we might <laughs> I know. Stay away from that. well, I'm a Virginian. It's similar. It's similar. <laughs> We're talking about cigar taboos, so to speak, in that what is something when you're sitting in a cigar shop or you hear somebody say something and they do this one particular thing or they talk about this one particular thing pertaining to cigars that you're like, <gasps> is it necessarily wrong? Is it just a different preference? Is it, uh, is it an etiquette issue? You know, like cigar shop etiquette. So I, I wanted to go in a little bit of detail about that. What do you think, Gary? I, I go lackluster on some of the stuff and some of the stuff I go kind of hardcore. Gotcha. There are a few, only just a few twicks and, and, uh, and kicks out there that I just don't too much care okay. for. Uh, and then there's some out there that I don't care, you yeah. know, I, whatever, gotcha. you know. And uh, what do you teach his own? And uh, we'll discuss that in just a moment after uh, we go through and we are smoking something pretty good. Uh, A Batman cigar is what I'd call it. Yes, sir. The Batman, the the Marcelago by Espinoza, mixed by A.J. Fernandez. It's outstanding so far to me, it is at least. It's got a nice smell to it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it does. Got a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, a Nicaraguan, um, <clears throat> a Nicaraguan binder mm. filler. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. Uh, made in the San Latino factory. Uh, very very nice, man. Very good. Yeah, I did a, good I did a toast on it, Gary, and it's got kind of a the the first toast, you know, because I like to toast it and then smell it and then light the thing. It had a right. It's gonna right. be a strange description. It had a dank smell to it. A dank now can can you can you can you break that dank down a little bit? Nope. I mean, is a nope. sort of a musty? Yeah, or? yeah, I'd say it's a it was kind of a musty kind of. I hate to use the word mildew yeah. because that's not the correct term, but oh yeah, I, I understand. It, it, it yeah. was I wasn't yeah. expecting that off the toast. Well, I'm I'm getting uh yeah I'm getting uh a little bit of cocoa in, in mine here just a just a little bit with some pepper. So mm. there's a, there's a I'm deep pepper. I'm getting a lot of pepper. So far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll get a little bit, a little bit in John, there. John, have you smoked this one? 
It's been a while since I smoked it. Uh, Gary was kind of nailing what I remember, a little bit of cocoa and that. I don't know. The name bothers me because I think what being a car guy, I see Murcielago and I think Lamborghini. And then it's got the green on it, as you'll analyze. Uh, um, so it makes really makes me think of a Lamborghini. And that would be the uh, it should be more bold and in your face than what it is. And it's a little I like that. You think so? A little bolder? Wow, I mean, cool. it's it's already pretty cool. peppery. I just, I don't think it was too in your face. I usually remember the in your face, bold, and that one just, uh, that one just didn't sit well with gotcha. me. Okay. But that, that's I not what I want to say. It was good. It's just, I can't find myself going back to it. And I think part of the reason also might be is they do make a, uh, Lancero version, and I really, really want to try that. That does sound good. I haven't, I haven't seen. Oh, that. I would love. Oh, I would love to hear. Oh, I'd love to have a Lancero version. I bet that's. I bet it is. Good. I bet it really is. Now they have the oh, other version of this, man. and it's like the gold bat. Which uh, yeah. I've had that one. That was a spectacular cigar, and I expect this one to match, yeah, which it kind of is so far. Uh, today, Gary. Oh, yes. And what is your libation for today, well, I'm sir? I'm in a nice little Rocky Patel glass. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, look at that. Good good little tumbler. Good looking Rocky Patel glass. I like the glass. I know. Dude. I didn't bring out my newest Kentucky Bourbon Festival crystal glass that I got from vacation I just got off of. But today, I am pairing this with something that anybody who knows me would know I was completely opposite of it for the longest time. But after this recent vacation, a whole week in Kentucky, drinking bourbon and going to festivals and distilleries, I now like rye. I know that's a shock. I'm telling you, that's that's which way to go, dude. It so is. So today, it really is. you're going to love this. This pairing brought to you by Whiskey Tobacco Fellowship is the Old Forester Straight Kentucky Rye Whiskey 100 Proof. God, holy moly. And this is the cheapest uh, version I have. I have a, a new uh, barrel select rye. It was about an $80 bottle, which in secondary market is about $400 um, in my house that I didn't want to bring out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty we did pick up some new uh, beverages at 280 the other day, and I'm sure the Tuscaloosa Vitola might carry through where there we've got Wellers back in stock. Ooh, very uh, nice. Some Angels Envy stuff. And oh, we got another new, uh, I want to say Clyde Mays. We've got a lot of Clyde Mays, yeah. um, very limited stuff. And that's good. Uh, uh, I actually, uh, I'm trying to remember. We got a new Jack Daniels too that I had never heard of. Triple something or triple malt maybe or. Speaking of alcohol and stuff like that, I could do a whole episode on my trip. I'm not going to do that. But let's start out with maybe a taboo to go off of the, the libation. I've seen it a few times, and after I see it, I won't, I won't drink from the bottle. I won't even pour. And I know it's alcohol. Oh, but wow. Wow. There's some guys around the shop yeah. that will grab the bottle and tip it back and then pass it around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I gotta right. say I'm not a yeah. fan of that. 
I mean, I know okay. it's alcohol based, uh-huh. so it pretty much uh-huh. kills everything in there, but I yeah, don't know. There's right. just something about that. Something about it. Yeah, you got etiquette. Yeah. That 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 makes sense. You got sense. glasses and cups for a reason. Yeah. Let's just use those. Well, the alcohol, when you say put the bottle in your mouth, then you got your bottom lip on the bo- lip of the bottle. Alcohol's not gonna get there. I mean, the alcohol is only going to sterilize what the alcohol touches. And if your lips blocking it, you just you just make out with the guy. Share your cigar and make out with the guy. Jesus <laughs> I knew I was coming. I knew it was. That, I well, I won't it. go into my old bar theory. So. <laughs> well, it does sound interesting, though. Oh, God. What about you, Gary? Oh, you got God. any taboos to think of? Yeah. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, uh, there is, uh, and, and it, believe it or not, it just uh, it just come up mainly because you you brought up a major point there in a sense of you know your your libation being passed around in a bottle and you want to tip it up like a freaking couple of winos. <laughs> but mine is, and I've seen this done one time, and I said no, 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 uh, and I've seen buddies, you know. It, good dudes i knew them knew them well and uh and you know and of course I, he said hey you know this man this is good right here and then all of a sudden he said here taste this and passed it to his buddy and so he and he drew off of it you know and then passed it right back to him he's oh that was good or whatever you know what i mean there's a line that is drawn in that right there and it will not happen here by any means, and not to mention, you know, I can understand, you know, in your your position, Devin, you know, you got your glass and you say, hey, take a sip of this, right? right? Okay. So you take just, you've got the opposite side right, of the glass right. that you can sip on, right? No yeah. problem. You hadn't got that luxury in a cigar. You ain't, you know, you've got one tip. That's all you've got. So you, so your buddy's drawing off the same tip as you are, whatever. No, no. And, and I have to just draw a line going, uh, you know, if it was a husband, wife can't see it. Got it. See that. No problem at all. And they start passing this around to one, to the other, to the other. And you're going, no, uh, uh-uh, no, I've seen it. Well, I'll say I, I've seen, I'm, I'm talking about on video or TV or whatever else seen that, you know, too much with a, with a marijuana right. or a joint, you know, but you just don't do that with cigar. Yeah. You just don't. I, that's just me. <laughs> just can't. Can I, can I give you a little, little bit of slight sideways pushback on that? Uh Oh, so ready. I won't say who, who she was, but, uh, uh, we fancied one another. And, uh, I was like, you want to try? And I was like, you can take as many puffs off that cigar as you want, darling. I heard that. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's different. It is, and it's different. That's different. That's like, it's, it's totally different. I don't different. mind your it lip is. being on this you know, cigar, fact, You know, and that's hot. To me, that's hot. Right. But, you know, yeah. Now we can go back to drinking the alcohol. You're in a bar. You'd be hitting on this lady. Right? And you'd go home with her in a second. If she leaves a half a glass of something behind, is it okay to drink it? Same thing. Interesting. Um... Probably not. I mean, I would taboo would say no, and I probably wouldn't. But at the same time, I mean, if she bought like 
a $50 shot of Lagavulin or something, and then she leaves a little bit down there? Mm. I don't know, mm-hmm. man. Well, you'd consider if a dude left it down there at that point. I mean, exactly. <laughs> she leaves half. She lives and leaves half her uh, Coors Light on the beer uh, on the table. And you know, no. Coors Light? No. no. I've been talking to her for a while. Blah blah no. blah. But... No. I don't know about Coors yeah. Light, man. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I can't even handle a married couple sharing their cigar. A cigar is a right. cigar, <laughs> and it's not meant to be shared. It's not, not meant. To be, thank you, John. Thank you. I agree. I agree. I guess you can go back to kind of how Oscar says smoking a cigar and pacing yourself. I just think of that as a complete slobbery mess in the end. Uh, somebody's going to um, get the cigar too wet. Somebody, you know, and it's just not going to fit back. It, I just, I can't. I can't mentally wrap my head around I don't know. Around. If the hot girl I, mean, I was talking to yeah. got a little slobber yeah. on the end of my cigar, I, I'd be okay with that. But it'd have to be her specifically. No. I, I just don't <clears throat> think I could do it, not when it comes to a cigar. But then again, I'm I'm kind of a germaphobe. Well, so yeah, that would, that would make a difference. That would definitely yeah. make a difference. I don't even like really sharing a drink, a drink with, you know, my girlfriend <laughs> sometimes. It just... And so that topic brings us into the, I would say the catalyst, the, the, the thing that, that brought into my head the clearest that I see every time I work is, oh my God, oh my God. God yeah. And I've mentioned this oh, in etiquette stuff before, but this is a taboo that I'm telling you, I thought it was common, but it doesn't feel like it's common. I just feel like I'm around it so much. I see it, but it's not common to most is I watch this guy. I'm not, you guys can't see it, but he's holding a cigar. He hadn't cut it yet. And I'm telling you, he sticks his tongue out and he licks it like a dog all the way around it. But yeah, it seals the the top of it. And then he walks over. It's already gross enough. Right. And it's, he tries to walk over to the cutting thing. And I go, no, 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 no. Oh. Thing in the community uh, cutter. What, what do I do to cut my cigar? Bro, you just licked all over that. You need to buy yourself a cutter or go out to your car to get one. You are not using that one. <laughs> I had one guy, I kid you not, not that not to derail off of that taboo subject, was he looked me up and down with a, this shitty look on me on my face. And it happened the cutter he happened to use was the standard cheap, you know, four ninety nine cutter. He used it. Yeah. And then he came and he made the biggest mistake. He went and got another stick and I charged him oh. for that. I was like, yep, here it is. And then I just handed it to him goes, Hey man, you can have this. He didn't even pay attention to the price. He bought the stick and he just thought nice. I gave him a free cutter. And I went, no, you're, you're dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> dead to me. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. I like that. I'm going to say that I'm glad we went to all of our cutters are wrapped in cellophane. Cigar, I don't know. But all of our cutters are are cellophane wrapped now. You have to unwrap them to use them. They are now. They used to not be. And even the 499 ones now are wrapped. They used, like you said, they used to just be there, but people pick them up and use them, pick them up and use them. And no, I, I like the fact they're wrapped because people just don't do that anymore they you know they never 
they'd be standing there, they'd be paying, and they'd reach over, pick up the... That, I... No, but then, like you said, those people that seem to lick it up, slap it, and rub it down, and then cut it, it... God. <laughs> God, John. John's description amazing. You got a way of picturing you, things. You John. painted you a picture did. there, buddy. My God, I'll see that in my sleep tonight. Bro, I just couldn't Good understand God. it. Like, oh. I just couldn't understand it. Now, now, I, I tell you, I've got to be impressed, though, in a sense of one of our particular customers. Y'all know who I'm talking about. And that is who could come in and literally deep throat that thing. You know, literally, I mean, go all the way to the tonsils and come right back out. Uh, talking about a cigar. I don't know who you're course. talking about, but. <laughs> no, De- okay. Devin right. has never had the opportunity he... to meet this gentleman. No. Really? Uh, oh, wow. It would be a Fuente 858. So mm-hmm. to give you a perspective yeah. of the size. She's yes, great. Yep. Very talented individual. To say the least. Yeah. Very talented. He's very unique in his own way as well. He has a very unique uh, career. Very unique job. So we've got that kind of taboo, which is honestly the the weirdest one I've ever truly experienced was was just people just doing that. Not not the 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 cut using the cutter, but just like lathering the thing up. I don't understand the logic behind it. I don't think it does what they think it does. Um, but do you guys have any other ones that are just off the wall? Yeah, I, I've seen this one guy do it one time. And of course I just went hit when he did it, you know, but uh, you get a, uh, you get a church hill, right? And he says, well, I hadn't got time to smoke the whole thing. So he takes his cutter and he snips it in yep. two. And I just go, okay, all right. No, oh, come on now. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. But uh, I was, well, go get you a Robusto and enjoy right. yourself, you know. Why are you getting a, why are you getting a, you know. So anyway, his 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 idea of it was that, you know, he's going to pay for the price and, you know, the, you know, and it gives him two shorter type cigars that he can enjoy. So. And so that bothers you. That's kind of taboo to you. It does. Yeah. People like that don't understand cigar right. construction. Right. You know, you buy a Churchill, it has the same flavor profiles and notes. It just takes you longer to get to each and through each, where you know, a Robusto is quicker. When you cut it in half, you've you've totally changed the entire cigar. And if you're gonna do that, just go ahead and buy a five dollar cigar and be done with it. A $3 Fuente, you know, it's just, can I tell you something? There's no pleasure. I don't know. In my opinion, it's like taking a Rembrandt and hanging it in your bathroom. You know, (laughs) you just, you just don't do that. You just don't. It's a work of art. These guys have put their time and hard effort into every bit of this particular, uh, artesian, if you will, this work of art that we call cigars and uh and and just desecrated it right there just crapped on it if you will i mean but that's just me now again but i yeah that's you know one of the things that bothers me and i can't, i don't know which shops have these 280 has these ashtrays everywhere but and people 
just these ashtrays all need to be thrown away. They're junk. But <laughs> I guess you allow the cigar to die a dignified death is the easiest way to say it. When you're mm. done smoking it, you lay it down in the ashtray and you leave it. It will go out on its own. It's not going to burn itself all the way to nothingness. It will go out on its own in a few minutes. And it's done. The people who take their cigars and just pound it into the ashtray like it's their old cigarette, you know, it's a Marlboro. No, you don't do that with a cigar. Lay it down. And at 280, we have these, they're a wonderful concept. They're designed to be outdoor ashtrays, so it's got a grid pattern. And they're just about 50 millimeter or 50 ring gauge holes and everybody takes their 54 and 60 ring gauge cigar and pounds it into that. Yep. And then you've got to sit there and dig them out, touch these gooey cigars to get them yep. out there. The ashtrays themselves are disgusting, but it's not just the ashtrays. When you're done, you lay it down in the ashtray, lay it down and leave it alone. Right. And it, It'll go away. Yeah, the holes are not meant for right. you to pl- push your cigar through. They're meant to drop ash through. Right. Yeah. Now, right. now the right. other thing is, is when you're done with a cigar, please dispose of it in an ashtray or put it in your beer bottle or something. Nothing's more disgusting, especially, well, I guess you could say, let me, I'm trying to think of where all the shops are. Patton Creek really doesn't count because there's no more businesses around there, but all of our shops are in some sort of a strip mall, basically. Right. And we're already up against the you know public dissent and people hate us for what we do and the disgusting things we do and how they're, we're killing the world with our cigar right, smoke. Right, exactly. And then you, there's no doubt, you walk out in front of Vitola, walk, walk to your car in front of 280, walk to your car at Trustville, you're going to come across two or three cigar butts which are disgusting enough. And then after it rains, then they, you know, there's these turds that are beginning to unravel (laughs) and it's just dispose of it in a a nice, neat area for 10 bucks. We'll sell you a little can that goes in your car. There you go. Cigar in it, put the lid on it. It's not even going to change the smell of your car. Don't open it in your car. You know, when you go to dispose of it, take it to the receptacle. Don't make that mistake. I've done it. I actually left mine open most of the day in the car yesterday. I forgot about it and it was, it really didn't affect the smell of the car, but I, I've got an air purifier in my car too. So don't beat the cigar to death. Let it die decently and let it die in private. Right. Right. If you are alone when you finish the cigar or you're taking it for a saunter out to your vehicle, don't drop it on the ground. Yeah. Like I said, it's disgusting to look at, and we're up against enough negative publicity that we don't need this. Right. I used to work for, some say a billionaire, almost a billionaire, definitely nine-figure net worth gentleman. And he would always make it a point when he'd come to the staff meeting, he would park and you could watch him sometimes. He might walk around for five minutes, 10 minutes in the parking lot till he found a cigarette butt and bring it in and throw it away. So then he would dis- discuss the cigarette butt every single meeting. Wow. Sometimes he'd find it right away, but mm. that's how exact he was about the litter and keeping the place clean. 
turn of events, everybody knew it. So everybody did their part to make sure he spent 10 minutes looking for that cigarette butt and not get out of his car and it's laying there. To me, it's the same thing with a cigar. Well, I've got a few counterpoints for both of you on those. Oh, so I had a really cheap, uh, uh, Olivia I had the other day and I only got a, a brief time to smoke and I've learned, I, I tried the cut in half method on the cigar and you're absolutely right. It's, it's a bad idea. It will give you a smoke for a shorter amount of time, but it's not the same. It's obviously just, it's, you're okay with the side that you pull on that half, but the other half it's, it's a miserable experience of cigar smoking. It's definitely a waste of your time, but I have done it. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. If, if you've got to cut it in half because of time, just smoke one end of it and just throw the other half away. I, I mean, honest, that's, that would be my opinion. Just throw the other half away. If that's what you're going to do. I mean, oh. there you go. Oh. Oh. Gary hates me forever. See, I, if you look in my, my travel humidors, I usually will always have a Robusto or a Corona. Yeah. I will have a Toro or two, and I will have a Churchill. Right maybe a Panatella, something like that, because I'm a firm believer that uh, I'm not going to have a lot of time. I'm not going to waste a Toro and only smoke half of it or three quarters. So, right, right. I mean, that's, I'll say that could probably be cigar employee privilege that I have the ability to have a selection of cigars that I do. That's, you know, I've built up over a couple of decades yeah. Uh, Devin's newer to the hobby, so he hasn't had that. That's true. But That's very true. I, I always, you know, I was leaving. I had two and a half hours till my first stop yesterday, day before yesterday. So I, I definitely, I really wasn't needed a 770 or 10100 for this trip. But I had a Panatella with me. It was a Christophe Sumatra. Mm, yo. You know, it was a good hour, hour and a half smoke. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is the cigars are, you're absolutely right about that. I would say a good cigar pack you need to accommodate for, for people like us who will smoke at random times, who enjoy smoking on the regular. It doesn't have to be a special event, you know, at a bar. It can be like on the drive home, you know, or, you know, on the drive to somewhere. Oh, I got 20 minutes. Let me pull out a 20 minute stick. So you, you keep the, you keep all your, your stopwatches, your time watched versions of cigars in your, your pack. So you know what you can pull. It's, that's not a bad methodology for, uh, for doing that. Sure. I, I would say that it's always a good idea to carry a Robusto and or, or a Corona size cigar, just, just on the safe side of you not having a lot of time, yeah. or if you're out you decide to light one up and somebody comes along and say, Hey, you got one 90% of the time that guy's going to waste whatever you give right. him. So give him the small, cheap cigar. What, what, right. what? No, no. Wait a second, John, wait a second. Because we've had this debate before about oh, my decoy boy, cigars and you're, you straight up now. told me, why would you give him a, you, why would you give me a, give them a cheap cigar. You want to introduce them to the hobby and give them something really, you know, give them not something high tier, but a good tier one. You you can tell the difference between those yeah. people. Though. 
There we go. Uh, nothing. Uh, we do cigar events all the time. And nothing yeah. drives me crazier than guy comes up and he gets his cigar, lights it. You go to the bathroom a half hour later and you see this $30 Davidoff that barely is burned a half a centimeter God, down the well, cigar. You know? Well, that was the great thing about one of the cuts and light, cutting lights I did uh, probably about a year ago is they sent us with Davidoffs and, you know, all this really expensive stuff. And not to say this isn't a good cigar, but a Kristoff uh, white label, not a Kristoff, a Monte Cristo white label. And no joke, I'm sitting there going, let me talk to him. Oh, I've, no, I don't really smoke cigars, but man, I'd like one. Here's the white label. I'm not giving you a damn it off. That's not happening. <laughs> you know nothing about cigars. I'm not giving you one of those. I did one last week that was kind of similar. I don't understand this cigar selection, but we had Davidoff Grand Cruz. We had Davidoff Nicaraguas. We had a Padron 3000. Wow. And then we had um, CLE Connecticut. Damn. They did for the group that we were, I was at, the CLE didn't make sense. But that's what they're there for. They're there for the people who don't know. And because you you're going to have good cigar smokers come up. And that's exactly what they get the good shit. The really good shit. Yeah, this event, though, this event, though, is one like you just came back at me at. I didn't want to give anybody a bad cigar. I wanted to give them something that they could experience and maybe become a customer. Gotcha. To the point yeah. when I left, I was supposed to leave all the cigars for him. I actually sold him the humidor I brought too. Oh wow! There you go. Nice. So, obviously, I turned a few few people. Yeah, <laughs> but you just didn't. It's all the opportunity. But on that question, um, I'll, I'll ask this one to Gary because it's something I believe cigars are a personal experience a little bit too. And everybody thinks the cut and light, Devin used the term, is a romantic thing. I hate it when somebody else lights my cigar. That's me. Huh. I want to light it. I want to. What are, what's your opinion? Is that a bad thing to do? Should you offer to light a cigar or should you only light it when asked to light it? Mm -hmm. Well, when it, when it comes to something to that effect there, you can always tell, you know, somebody of a veteran, if you will, not necessarily a connoisseur, but a veteran of saying, I, I always asked them, you know, I always have, I'll never never take it in consideration to cut somebody else's cigar and light it for them. I never, never have done that before. It's that was one of the things that I tried not to do. Uh, because when, when you do that, be like, uh, telling John what tool to use, you know, when he used to rebuild lotuses, you know, go over to John. And say, Are you talking, yeah, taking it yeah, and cutting it, it or going, would right. you like me to cut your cigar for you asking? Gary? Correct. That's correct. Asking. Yeah. Asking to me is very etiquette because your, your veterans, your veterans normally don't like for you, for you to touch their cigar. They normally don't like that. And, and you can tell yeah. that because I, yeah, it's, it's still, they'll say, no, I got this. And you go, yeah, man, here you are right here. Now, what I will do is I will, if they're going to smoke it there, I will unwrap the cigar 
uh, you're going to smoke it here. Yeah. And I'll pop the, I'll pop the wrapper off of it and hand it to him through the wrapper. I don't even touch the cigar. So I'll pop the wrapper off and I'll hand it to them with a wrapper halfway on. They'll pull the cigar out of the wrapper themselves. And my hand still stays on the, uh, on the cell thing. Yeah. So uh, I make sure that everything is done to their specifications to make the experience their maximum capacity. Um, now it, now when it comes to a, when it comes to a, a rookie, the rookies love oh, it. Yeah. They oh, love yeah. that stuff, man. That's something of a, that's something of a contingency to them of saying, I'm somebody, you know, You're like, acting uh, like a waiter, you know, that, you know what I mean? Like, get, yeah, would you, like right. some more to you drink? know, a concierge. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, in, in that to me, I want them to experience that until they get themselves to where they can, you know, cut and light and everything. And you can always tell the rookies too, because they're, they're always looking at one end, then the other end, then the other end. And you're like, you want me to, you want me to cut that for you? <laughs> and they're, they're like, uh, yeah, if you, if you, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I try not to, yeah. Oh, heavens no, because um, that, that was done down in Louisiana, down in New Orleans. Uh, uh, and the guy looked at me and he said, you want me to, you want me to cut cigars? No, I got it. Thank you very much. Right. Enjoy the experience. And, and, uh, to reiterate what John said, you can always tell the guys, um, you know, who's going to, you know, only smoke an inch of it and leave it right. there. If somebody comes up to you, Dev or John, and they say, "What, what do you, what do you got there? What's the cigar? Well, what, uh, well, that's kind of cool right there. What is that? A, 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 a dad? Yeah, it's a Davidoff. Yeah, Davidoff. Man, that's a good looking thing right there. You ever smoked before? Well, no, never have. Um, well, this, this is a Davidoff. It's a Bentley of the cigars. Blah 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 blah. And when they start asking questions. And they're like, wow, I wouldn't mind trying that, you know, then that's when you say, Hey, listen, you know, this is one right here. This is how much it costs. If you want to go into that detail, if you will. And then of course, allow them to smoke one. That's the ones who's literally going to say, Hey, listen, that smells good. Wouldn't mind trying one that types then make it their experience, make them give them one. But the one that comes up to you and says, Hey, you got another one of those? Then there's a fresco right here. Right? <laughs> here you are. Right there. Flip it right out. You know, let them cut it if they want to, whatever. You know, if they want to chew on it, they chew on it, do whatever. I don't care. You know, you know, I, I agree with it's, it's a it's a you ask the person. I don't know, for Trustville, even some of the veterans, they they like it. They they're talking and they're like, Let me cool. cut that for you. May I cut that for you? Cool. Or cool. what would you like? Yeah. You know, it's it's a yeah. uh, servant mentality, so to speak, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. By all means, yeah. And well, as a veteran too, if you if you observe somebody that knows what they're doing, then heck fire. If if this guy's only nipping off the tip right here, and next thing you know, he's he's you know he's he's toasting the tip very lightly, and he swings a cigar in the air and try to get you know try to tries to get this thing to where it's dark before it's being lit before he puts it in your mouth there and says, okay, I'm gonna like this end here. Are you ready? That's somebody that knows what the freak right. they're doing. And you're going, man, I'll, you know, I, I wouldn't mind that. That's nice. But very rarely do you come across this in this great state of Alabama. Not a whole lot at all. And then I wanted you know. to, I wanted to readdress something you were talking, John, about. I like to have problem solution. You're talking about throwing cigars down on the ground. 
a, a possible solution for that, which I've done myself. Uh, the great thing about cigars is typically when you get it down that far, the wrapper's off, right? The, the band's off. You throw it on the ground, grind it up with your foot until it's a leaf. You won't even be able to tell what it is because you, you, you just ground the whole thing out into the ground. If you're outside, if that's what you got to do and that's your only option, grind it out. Don't let it sit there as a, as a tube. I know that probably grinds your gears real bad, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm seeing the wheels turn. Yeah. <laughs> so what's uh closing I don't know, pet peeve, taboo, uh cigar thing from each of you? There is one that uh is it's not necessarily I, I it, it is a taboo, but in this particular case here, the scenario I'm about to announce is something different. We used to have a guy come in the come in the shop named Dan Henderson. Very good, great guy. Good dude, man. And and I say his name because I've told him this. And he just laughs. And he just cackles. But Dan used to come in and get him a um, a uh, torpedo in the Ashton. A white classic Ashton torpedo. And he used to go back in the back. And Dan would smoke an inch of it. That's all. That's it. And leave it. Oh. And he would walk out. And then he would do his business back there. He's on his laptop. And he's doing his stuff. And next thing you know, he, well, we had this guy who worked in the shop, Carl, Carl, Kathy, great dude, great new, newest stuff too. You know, still comes in every now and then. Yeah. I saw him actually last time I worked, Carl used to go back there in the back and, and go take his cigars and chop the, chop the end off the, uh, off the tip of the torpedo that, you know, that goes dry, if you will. And relight that thing and smoke it, yeah, and and just go at it, you know. So, I if if you're gonna do that, man, that's saving a taboo type method right there that I think is pretty pretty smart, mm. you know. But then again, if you're into that, you know, there's another story. But that's like eating food out of the bus tub when you're bussing tables. Oh, I didn't need that visual. <laughs> Thank you. John is a painter today. He is a painter. He is painting slurp, pictures. Slap, slurp. Stick it in. Yeah. 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 Gross. Dev, what's yours? Mine's mine's the licking the whole the whole tip of it before you before you start smoking it. I don't get it. Uh, the only thing I can equate it to is like chewing tobacco. You know what I mean? Like they like that kind of yeah. hit of tobacco hitting their tongue and all that kind I don't get it. I mm-hmm. think it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's it's odd. Uh now but you, but you watch them do it, don't That's right. you? That's right. Now, I just forgot. I almost <laughs> forgot. And I'll try to make this quick, John. I'm sorry. Dipping my cigar. That taboo. That taboo. Is it a taboo? Is it a taboo? Is it a taboo? It's a taboo to some people. Uh-oh. It drives me nuts. You should never do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I figured it would. I've got to smoke a cigar would. near John, and I'm going to do it, and not even just, I'm just going to be, boop. Well, that leaves the example that I put into the notes, too, about the guy that comes in, and the one I'm thinking of, ironically, is a Dan also, and buys a cigar and chops 
an inch and a half off the top of it. Oh, I mean, see that? Yeah. You you, you gauge it down to, well, here's the band. I'm going to cut just Ooh. above the band. Wow. God that, bless. That's not, oh. that's not where I was going, but Devin reminded oh. me of that. One. Man, I was going to, I was going to emphasize that, but you, yeah, I'm, but I, I knew we're short on time, but yeah, I'm with you there, John. I'm with you there. It drove me crazy, and this is about the time I stopped working at Patton Creek. <laughs> the manage there, manager there at the time, who is now a cigar rep, had a little basket of skewers. And they were so popular because people love to stick them in their cigar and it's finish it like a roach now. clip or something. Yeah. C- cigars yeah. are tactile things. They're designed to be felt. Yeah. And feeling them and having them in your hands and gauging the the um, solidity, I guess, of the cigar or the temperature, how warm it is and things with your hands is all a thing. Yeah. If you have to use a toothpick to get the very last bit of cigar or a skewer, number one, are you really enjoying it? Because you're not getting anything other than burnt ash. And I don't know, man, if you think it's maximizing the cigar, Devin's you need it. to find another hobby because you can't afford to be John, cigar smoking. John, if you were Devin's smoking Alfonso, <laughs> I put, I've got a two fork prong. I will put that in there and I am tasting awesomeness all the way down because that cigar is so good. What he you does do, have a point, Devin, is you let it go out when there's like three quarters of an inch or an inch left, brush it off, and then just eat the thing. <laughs> I, now, I will agree with you that there you go. I used to do it all the time. I've stopped doing it unless it's an expensive-ass cigar. But even then, I think it's only like the Alfonso that I do that to now. Because I, I tell people, when you get down to a thumb knuckle, you're done. Don't smoke it any farther than that. You're done. If you can't, just well, like you my, said. My argument is... If you're doing that with an Alfonso, you can't afford to be smoking an Alfonso. I, okay, I can see that. I, I can see a point being made for that. That's a very, very good point made for that. Now, yeah. I've never smoked an Alfonso using the toothpick method. Maybe that's the best part of the cigar. Maybe you smoke that and angels and butterflies could come be. out of your ears. They do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it's like unicorns. Lucky Charms. It's magically delicious. But... <laughs> Yeah, take it, crumble it up, put it in your drink, sip on it, you know. Heck yeah, well, I've got the guy, too, that always comes in, and he always wants one of the – get pick me a cigar that's more than $20. Or pick me a cigar that's more than $50. I don't smoke it. I'm just going to chew it. And then he'll sit there God, for the next boy, three hours and have his conversation boy. and watch the game, chewing on his Grand Crew or chewing on his, Good you know, Zeno or – Right. Oh, now, God. listen – this is a taboo episode. Mm. That doesn't mean it's wrong to do these things. If that's what you like to do, then you do Correct. it. You paid for it. It's right. yours. You do. Yeah. yeah Despite what John thinks. <laughs> right. It's a taboo episode. Yeah. Exactly. You can do it on a home video and then sell it to people on onlycigars.com. That's, oh, that's a good right one. Right on. That's, that's it. Yeah. As, De- as Devin dips his tip into the drink. Mm, yeah, baby. Yeah. Well. Thank you, guys. Yeah, this has been an cool. interesting episode. I didn't expect it to go in some of the Very turns it did. So. You know, <laughs> we're we're brought to you by 
I can't even get it out. I'm still thinking about it. Vitolafinecigars.com, uh, where if you order anything. And then dip and lick that cigar. And uh, yeah. And do us a favor if you like what you hear. If you got, here, here's a good one. Here's a good one. If you laughed or grinned or smiled at any point in this episode, share that with somebody. Share the episode with anybody, just one person. That'd be great. Yeah. You'd help us out a thousand times. Right. Cause you know, they will there. Somebody's going to say, Hey, listen to this. And they do this. They do these things and say, Hey, listen to this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that'd be uh, great. We'll see you guys or we'll listen to you guys and whatever <laughs> on the next adventure of smoking underground. And uh, thank you, John and Gary. And uh, make sure y'all too. I uh, like what you smoke. Smoke what you like, and uh, drink responsibly. I guess. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Piece, there you right? go. Or smoke dip responsibly. responsibly. Dip responsibly. Yeah. Uh, smoke right. to the very there end with go. the fork responsibly. There um, we go. Thanks a lot, y'all. Have a good night. All right, guys. Later. <laughs>